This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's our one on this Thursday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. All good in Buffalo? Sounds like it. Talked about the, that yesterday when we opened the show. Wasn't football related. Well, it still could be football related, but everybody says that Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen, everything's good. Everything's good. We'll explore that coming up. Also, the Pelicans with Zion Williamson. Okay. Uh, how about uh, Bradley Beal, maybe? Hmm. I know that we got Dame Lillard as a possibility. So uh, Brian Windhorst from the Mothership will join us coming up a little bit later on. Chris Sims from NBC and uh, Pro Football Talk will join us as well. The U.S. Open is getting underway in Los Angeles. And uh, we'll continue to... Keep an eye on the leaderboard. You probably have close to 45 more minutes before they tee off at L.A. Country Club. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. And uh, this hour brought to you by my plan from Verizon, giving you control of your phone plan. You get what you want, only pay for what you need. How about that? And to celebrate, we're giving you control over Marvin's Cookout playlist. This week, go to danpatrick.com right now and vote. And then tune in tomorrow to hear the winning playlist here. So we got funk, gospel, soul. Do we have R&B? Disco. Disco? Rap. Okay. Oh, a lot of options there. Right now, funk, running away with it. It is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up about 35%. Next closest is disco at 21%. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Gospel, holding strong with soul and rap. Those three are sort of like a (laughs) trifecta right now, which is... Just pretty nice. You wouldn't normally lump them together, but uh, they do on Marvin's Cookout Playlist. So you can go to danpatrick.com and vote. All righty. Poll question today is going to be what, Seton O'Connor? Well, we could start in Buffalo, Dan. Uh, the problems in Buffalo were blown out of proportion or mm. being swept under the rug? Well, <laughs> well here is uh, Sean McDermott, the Bills head coach, on Stefan Diggs. Whenever a player has something going on or misses, for not miss it, but he's not here for some reason, 
I am concerned. That's that's my my sentiment with any player, in particular a player um, as important to us as Steph. And so uh, I get concerned when players miss for reasons off the field, for reasons on the field, whether it be uh, they're injured or whatever it is. Um, that's just how I am. So when I say very concerned, I'm very concerned um, because it's a situation with one of our uh, players and it was something that we needed to work through. Okay, this might have been a miscommunication or lack of communication and maybe something that lingered after the end of their playoff, uh, Alistair. Maybe, that's what I'm thinking. But when Josh Allen says it's not football related, if you start to miss practices or there's something going on when you do show up, then it is football related. This is football related. Because if you bring it into uh, you know, the, the facility there, it's football related. I don't know if they smooth this over and you have a conversation. Maybe it's Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. But I think it was pretty alarming because he does get targeted top five in the NFL the last four years. Also, he just got a new contract there. Things should be good. But it didn't end well at the end of their playoff run. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at DP Show. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you. Download the app if you haven't done so. And you can watch this program. Our radio affiliates, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, all the great radio affiliates we have here in America. Uh, Operator Tyler standing by to take your phone calls. Uh, Let's see. So I mentioned Chris Sims. He's got a new uh, quarterback ranking. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be one ranking in there that's going to uh, bother us. But uh, Sims will join us coming up next hour. And then Brian Windhorst with all the NBA stuff that's going on. And feels like there's a whole lot. I saw where there's 10 possible trade suitors for Bradley Beal. If the Wizards blow things up. I, un- I was not under the impression that uh, the Wizards hadn't blown things up. <laughs> They're not a good team. And, but Bradley Beals wanted to stay there, but it looks like Miami Heat, Milwaukee Bucks, Golden State Warriors, basically everybody was be interested in Bradley Beal. I don't get it. Bradley Beal's a nice player, makes $50 million a year. No, you're kidding. No, Bradley Beal makes a ton of money. Holy cow. N- nobody's coming out to see Bradley Beal play. That's kind of why I think I reacted like that. I mean, when's the last time you go, got to watch the Wizards, got to watch Bradley Beal? I mean, a couple of years ago, he was a guy who could get you 30, but I think he averaged 23 last year. Yes, he... But that's why, if you think about some of the teams that he could go to, he's going to be that final piece for mm-hmm. one of those teams mm-hmm. that, you know, could make a lot of sense. All right. Well, how much money is he making? Could we get the official number there, Pauline? He made $44 million this year. Next year, 40, $47 million, okay. then 50 and then $54 million. He has a player option, which I'm thinking he's going to take for 26-27, where he'll make $57 million to probably average about 18 a game. Yeah, he's 30. But, I mean, part of this is the attraction of a player. If I'm going to bring somebody in, now it might be the Miami Heat say, that's what we need. But then the Miami Heat may be looking at Dame Lillard. If you said I could have Dame Lillard, who's a couple of years older than Bradley Beal, I would take Dame Lillard. First of all, I think he's a better player. Second of all, he's more exciting, that you want people to come out and watch your product. Yes, he... he uh, just to add on a little bit here, uh, after this season, he's already made 221. Yeah. 
Can you do you have a Bradley Beal moment? Like where you go, remember? I think when he signed his contract. There's yes, there's none of those moments with him, and he's a good player. He's a good player. It's not personal. I have to look at this as a business. Do I want to bring somebody in who's making you know nearly fifty million dollars, and he's gonna if he gives you twenty three, okay. There's a lot of guys that can give you twenty three nowadays. It's all it's like an embarrassment if you don't average at least twenty points a game. If you're any type of score and you don't average twenty in the NBA, there's something wrong with you. But Bradley Beal may be realizing now now is the time to get out of Washington. I would have thought a while ago uh, the Lakers are obviously going to be mentioned because they're the Lakers. Uh, the Mavericks are in here. The Knicks are in here. Uh, probably the Dallas Cowboys should be in here as well. You know, put them in. They might be interested in Bradley Beal. Yes, Paul. John Wall got one of these contracts from Washington about five years ago mm-hmm. when he was 27 years old. Yeah. He was averaging 20, uh, 23 a game. That's 26 years old, 23 a game, mm-hmm. uh, 10 and 11 assists. Mm-hmm. Uh, three years later, he was basically out of basketball and being paid to sit for Houston, making $40 million a year plus. Well, he's battled injuries. Um Bradley Beal, I don't know if uh, what his I I don't know if he's been injury prone there. It it's just it's not a destination. You're not when you go, oh, Washington's playing. Uh the University of Washington? No, the Wizards. Oh, okay. It's like if you found out you got traded there, you're like, Whoa, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell did I do? Remember what? Kuzma? Yeah. Who did I upset? What the heck what Yeah. You, you sent me to Washington? Why? Like that's just cruel. I mean we could Okay, but when you're talking about being irrelevant, every owner wants to be, you You want to be relevant. You want to have something, you want to have someone, you want to have a tune-in factor. There's something about your franchise. What's Washington have? I mean, you got Porzingis, but even though he put up some pretty good numbers, nobody cares. And you don't want to be irrelevant. You don't want to be, nobody cares. And that's what Washington is. But Bradley Beal was sticking it out. He was almost like the uh, East Coast version of Dame Lillard. Like, all right, I'm going to stay here. Like, uh, you're not winning anytime soon. Yes, Marv? I feel like every single NBA team is a A-level superstar away from being relevant. That's like Milwaukee. <laughs> Who wanted to go to Milwaukee before Giannis became Giannis? So if they get a A-level type player, okay, Washington will be relevant. Maybe. Sort of. Huh? Explain that to me again. Every single NBA franchise. Yeah, is an A... A-level a player. Away. Away from being relevant. Okay. Oklahoma City. But if he goes to Milwaukee, how does that help Washington? It doesn't. He's saying that Milwaukee was the same as Washington until Giannis got there. Oh. So basically, in order to make the Wizards relevant, they're just one player away <laughs> from being like, hey, now I want to go play there. This guy's there. He's oh. awesome. Okay. All right, all right. So, so they're only like a, a Giannis or a Joker away. That's it. That's <laughs> correct. <laughs> so, two best players in basketball. If they had one of those two, then they would be relevant. Yeah, Mark. Low chance. Okay. Not no chance. Low chance. Yeah, Paul. But the Wizards are in this no man's <laughs> land where they have mid- middle aged players who are good, but not spectacular. They get you know, Beal and Kuzma and those kind of guys and Porzingis. The Charlotte Hornets are more relevant when LaMelo plays because they could put up highlights. There's some promise. The Detroit P- Pistons have young guys with promise. The w- Wizards have 
older guys who aren't that great, yeah. and they don't have any younger guys of promise, which is what you, you need one of the two in the NBA. But you got some real juice here in the offseason in the uh, in the NBA. If if Dame is traded or he has to be traded, that possibility. Bradley Beal might have thought, wait, Miami's interested in Dame Lillard? Hold on here. I get out and maybe go to Miami. All right. I'm ready to go. And then you have the Zion situation. You can't trade him right now. You may want to trade him, but I don't think you can. We'll talk about that uh, coming up. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. I guess everything's great with the Ravens, by the way. You know, Lamar Jackson's thrilled. He's got some receivers. Odell Beckham Jr. the third is there. Even though I don't know how much you can rely on him after those two knee surgeries, the way he plays, uh, that position, how explosive he can be. I'm uh, out on a limb. I think their first-round pick, Zay Flowers, is going to be great. I think he's going to be a difference maker. He's going to be Lamar Jackson's new best friend. He, he's already got an old best friend and uh, tight end Mark Andrews. But I think he's going to have a new best friend in Zay Flowers out of BC. Not exactly where you find great wide receivers, but Zay Flowers is a real promising wide receiver. Yes, Marvin? Great, like, first team all pro great? Well, no, not yet. I'm just saying, okay, the potential to be great, to be... Uh, I would say a Pro Bowl wide receiver, but that's that's not fair. An all-pro wide receiver. How about that? It might be third-team all-pro. Do they have third-team or second-team? Is it just first-team all-pro, I think? Yes, Paul. I wonder how many rookies have made all-pro at the wide receiver position. That seems real tough. Usually rookies, they, they mm. have good first years. Maybe mm, Moss? No. I mean, that's a real tough thing to do as a rookie. Yeah. Yes, Marvin. No, that just shocked me when you said Zay Flowers could be great. Why? Because great means you're up there with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. Okay. And I'm thinking next year. Okay. All right. Okay. Just throwing it out there. Okay. Part of the face. You know, <laughs> when when you do all the research that I do, breaking down tape, that's the reason why. Since the draft, you've been yeah. running position by position. Yeah. Breaking Abs- down tape. Absolutely. Yep. 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 And uh, here is uh, Odell Beckham Jr. talking about He's feeling old now. Guys come up to you and it's like, oh, I remember watching you in middle school. And it's like, you know, you start to, they start to give you that make you feel old kind of thing. And I just, I think I know what my role will be as far as, um, you know, coming out and, and being able to show it every day and being able to lead and also feel like a good leader has to be a good follower. So just being able to be there for these guys. And that might be his role. You're spending a lot of money on OBJ. I think it's over $15 million. I hope he can play. It'd be great to have him back, but I have my doubts with those kind of surgeries there at that position and the way he plays, needing that explosion. Here's his quarterback, Lamar Jackson, on OBJ. Odell is a legend to a lot of us. You know, what he did, what he did his early in his career and, you know, the past year when he was with the Rams and stuff like that. You know, Odell is him. I'm one of those guys, so it means a lot. Okay. <laughs> OBJ is 30, by the way. These guys are talking about, you know, middle school. He feels like an old 30. Huh? Yeah, well, he does. Yeah. yeah. Man, I was in kindergarten. I remember looking up to you, Odell. But OBJ is in camp, ready to go and help those uh, young wide receivers. When are we going to have him on? Remember he called me an NFL outsider? He did call you an outsider. Yes, he did. All right. Maybe he'd let me in. Maybe he would acknowledge that I knew what I was talking about. 
when I said, I don't think he can play right now, when everybody fawned all over him and like, oh, the Cowboys are going to sign him. I said, I don't think he can play right now. I don't even know if he can play right now with Baltimore. Right. Be now, a nice right gesture. Now. It would be a nice gesture on his part to let Thank you, you uh, come Thank you, Todd. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to come on. He should at least apologize for calling me an outsider. I was Mr. Outside in high school, but I'm not Mr. Outs- NFL outsider right now. Yes, yes, Paul. Beckham was a pro bowler as a rookie. He had 91 receptions and 12 touchdowns his rookie year. Mm-hmm. That was his one of his best. His first three years, he was all, uh, all pro year two and three. Let's see. Jamar Chase's first year in the NFL, 81 catches, almost 1,500 yards, 13 touchdowns. He was AP Rookie of the Year. He was a pro bowler. I think Randy Moss may have the best rookie year of any. Well, anybody can be a pro bowler. Yeah. I need an all-pro. Randy Moss. He was a first-team all-pro. He was Rookie of the Year. He was third in the MVP voting (laughs) as a rookie. 69 catches. Well, that's not that many. 1,300 yards, 19 yards a catch, and 17 touchdowns. Well, that's just it. When he caught it, he made you pay. <laughs> One yeah. out of every four catches yeah. was a touchdown. I was going to say the percentage there. Yeah. I, I don't know the greatest percentage of touchdowns to receptions. Any season? But that, that's got to be up there. Yeah, there's a, there's a guy. Yeah, we did this a while back. There was a guy in the 50s, like Bucky Brooks or one of those. Not I can't remember the name. Not Bucky Brooks. But it was like Bucky something or other. Or Lance Allworth or one of those guys had like, <laughs> 15 touchdowns on 40 yeah, catches. Bucky Brooks. I can't remember. He's it. a reporter. I know. It's like Bucky something. <laughs> Bucky Dent. But Randy Moss, 69 catches, 17 touchdowns. That's, so that's, pretty, like, that's pretty good. Like 26 Pretty good ratio there. Pretty good. Although Mike Vrabel might have as good a ratio as anybody who's ever caught a football. Uh, or J.J. Watt. Oh. oh! How many receptions to how many touchdowns? Vrabel probably had... 12 catches for eight touchdowns in his career. Let's take a break. Just getting started here. Settle on a poll question. The uh, conundrum that is Zion Williamson. We'll discuss that when we return here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. 
Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Play of the Day is coming up. And to your phone calls as well, did we settle on our poll question, at least for the first hour, See, We did, Dad. Just for the first hour, I threw up there, uh, the problems in Buffalo were blown out of proportion or being swept under the rug. Hmm. <sighs> Both. I think it, it got a little too big, even though it should have been. This this was preventable. If Josh Allen and uh, Stefan Diggs weren't on the same page at the end of the year, you can't go, you know what? It, it'll smooth over. We don't need to discuss this. That's your guy. And vice versa. That's what I don't understand. I go back to the Phoenix Suns when Monty Williams and DeAndre Ayton weren't on the same page and they didn't speak the entire offseason. And then all of a sudden you start the season and you realize you're not on the same page with one another. You got to talk, got to communicate. Um, and then I think now it's like, no, everything's good now. Everything's good. I think it's just not everything is public now, whereas it came, became public and then it became bigger. And then it's like, what's going on with the Buffalo Bills? Wait, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs got a beef here? Is this ego? Stefan Diggs is like, we lost a home playoff game. I want to be featured even more. Only four other receivers had more targets last year than Stefan Diggs. And had he played in that other game that he missed, he would have been top three targeted receivers in the game. Maybe there's something else there. But you can't say it's not football related when it does affect football. Therefore, it is football related. All right. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at DP Show. Still waiting for the John ja Morant ruling. I'm wondering if it's tomorrow late afternoon. John ja Morant finds out exactly what his fate is. Not that I'm accusing any organization of uh, a news dump. Like, uh, God, there's so much negative publicity here. Can we just... John ja Morant's been suspended for 40 games. So. Have a great weekend, everybody. Yeah, Paul. What if Commissioner Silver, knowing that the media will critique him for releasing it at 5 o'clock on Friday, releases it later today, eats it tomorrow, mm. everyone talks about it all day Friday, we have our weekend, the U.S. Open, mm. and it does not get mm. to next week. Mm. How about that strategy? Mm. Thursday news dump is okay. better than the Friday okay. news dump. Okay, all right, all right. It's, it's pull the Band-Aid Friday. Okay.
All right. Well, it's going to happen here pretty soon because I'm sure Ja wants to know, Memphis wants to know, and the NBA wants to get this off their plate and move on. A best catch to touchdown ratio. We were talking about, I think that Zay Flowers is going to be a really good player, potentially a great player for the Ravens. And uh, I was wondering about touchdown to uh, reception ratio here. What do we have, Pauline? The gr- one of the greatest of all time is Randy Moss in 2007. He was, he, but he had 98 catches for 23 touchdowns. So that's great, right? Yeah. Jerry Rice in 1987 had 65 receptions. He's 25 years old. 65 receptions. 22 of them were touchdowns. <laughs> that's 30, about, right about 34%. There was a guy named, let me see if I can find this guy's name. Charlie Hennigan? He's up there. Chasmo Hennigan, Hennigan is up there. Uh, the, the leader of all time is a guy named Cloyce Box. He was a receiver end in 1952 for Detroit Lions. Yeah. He had 42 receptions on the season, which back then was a lot, 1952. 15 of them were for touchdowns. That's the highest percentage of all time. Cloyce Box played five years. He played on a couple of Detroit Lions title teams. Mm. Then he retired early at age 31. He became a big-time businessman down in uh, Texas. Mm. And if you remember the show Dallas, they used his ranch as the oh. exterior shots. Okay. He made millions and millions and like had reunions for the Lions. All right. But modern era it's it's Jerry Rice. Paul Warfield, you know, had twenty nine catches one year and eleven over touchdowns. There's others that are close, but modern era it's Jerry Rice. Okay. Cloyce Box re- referenced him. Yeah. I I didn't expect that today, <laughs> but I'm glad we got it. It's a fun name. Yeah. Senator Cloyce Box. All right. What do you do if you're the Pelicans? Are they floating trade rumors here? Who is giving the information to Shams or Brian Windhorst and saying, uh, are they considering this? And here we are leading up to the draft next week. Mm-hmm. And then I'm wondering, mm-hmm. could I get the number three pick from the Portland Trailblazers? Send Zion there. Would that accomplish a couple of things? That Portland gets another player, and Dame has another player, and then the Pelicans get can get out from underneath this contract with Zion Williamson. And here's the thing: you want to be able to trade him when it's going to be you know not pennies on the dollar, but at least seventy five cents on the dollar. I don't know who would want Zion now. I, I'm guessing people would be like, "All right, let me kick the tires on this and just see." He's one of those guys where you look at the numbers and you go, wow, when he plays. Well, I don't want to get a guy where you go, when he plays. I like a guy who he does play. And these are the numbers. Now, can I get him on the cheap? Let's say I send Zion. Well, you got to match up numbers with salary. So if you're going to get the number three pick, what else is involved in this? If you're the Pelicans. If I could restart a rookie clock with somebody like Scoot Henderson, who is projected to be a great player, then I would do that. I just don't know what you're going to get from Zion Williamson. And is Zion, you know, the older he gets, he's not going to be slimming down. He doesn't feel like he has the discipline, wherewithal, uh, chronic injuries. He That's going to follow him. And when he first came into the NBA, I said his biggest opponent will be his body. And that is going to be the case here. But you go back to that draft. All of a sudden, R.J. Barrett looks pretty good. 
I got John Morant. I got Zion. You know, John Morant will come back. John Morant's problems aren't on the floor. He's a great player. It's off the floor. Zion, it feels like it's it's both. But but off the floor is leading to his inability to play. He's not in shape. Uh, the mystery of when he's doing, you know, 360s in warm-up, but then not playing in a game. He's not cleared. In four years, all right, I'm going to give you an over-under here. In four years, Zion Williamson, I'm going to put the over-under at 120. 120 games, four years, Zion Williamson. Okay? Fritzy? I'm going to say over. Okay, over 120. Yes. Seton O'Connor, Zion Williamson, over under 120 games in his career. In four years. Yep. I'm going to say just under. Okay, Marvin? Under. Yeah, it's under. What is he? How many? Is he like 110? 114 games. 114 games. Out of a possible 328. Okay, that's not a good percentage. 34%. Yeah. But when he plays... He shoots 60%. Yeah. Yeah. He plays 34%. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's like you could already see him in a Knicks uniform, though, don't you? Oh, no. I think a little later on. Yeah. yeah. Where, where he's making 50 and he's like 32 years of age. Yes, Mark. Yeah, he's a spot-up shooter by this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, he's not exactly Larry Johnson. Throw up the Z. Yeah. Yeah, see. <laughs> he is He's clearly a fella who's having a tough time uh, keeping himself fit, right? Not just uh, like injury wise, but the his things personal that life. contribute to. Well, his just even just his physical nature, his his body is not in elite athlete shape. No, right? And it does feel like to the uh, personal life stuff. Yeah, is the two things maybe go together? That maybe the house isn't completely in order, and the Pelicans are aware of that. Oh, I think they have to be. And plus, do you love basketball? That's what I would want to know. I think he loves being a star. There are a lot of these athletes now who, I want to be a star. Well, do you want to be great? And he's been a star for a long time. Since he was 16. But he's got to be available. He was a social media star. One of the first NBA players who was a true social media star before we even saw him play. And then you go to Duke for one year, all of your games on national TV, and maybe it came too easy for him. But now is when you got to figure out that do you want to be a great basketball player? Yes, Mark. Does the business side and everything else take the love away? Uh, well, he's making a lot of money. Kobe made a lot of money, and that didn't stop him from wanting to be great. Uh, Joker makes a lot of money. Giannis makes a lot of money. That's not that shouldn't be an excuse. It's do you want to play? Do you want to be a leader? Do you want to be great? I and mean, I don't know if he does. He might be like, man, I'm getting paid. I don't need to work. You know, I can go through the motions the rest of this contract. And he won't last in New Orleans. He'll be he'll probably be on a couple of teams when it's all said and done. But I think that's where New Orleans has to take inventory and just say, "Hey, help us understand. Like do you want to be great?" Do you want to put in the time? Do you want to, you know, you lose some weight here? And if not, you don't want to be here, then, you know, we'll send you some other place. And it's not personal. This is business here. And New Orleans has to make a business decision. But you're selling him low right now. 
Can you sell him high? And then if he comes back and then you go, man, he's playing great. Can we trade him? You know, so that's the conundrum. You know, can we trade him and do we get pennies on the dollar? Or he's playing great. We can get more. Do we want to get more? Yes, Eaton. But what is the likelihood that that scenario plays out where all of a sudden he comes back and, man, this dude is healthy and playing lights out? The, uh, the likelihood of that happening is uh, not no chance, low chance. Yeah. Low chance. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't, I don't once again, it, like John Moran, I don't know who's in his ear. I don't know who's helping him. Uh, and, and that's, they're young. They're 23 or 22 years of age. They got their money, they got their fame, and they are acting like it. They're acting like kids, immature. And that's tough to say, hey, let me grab you and, and you know, save you from yourself. Yeah, Paul. The general manager of the Pelicans is Trajan Langdon. Played in the league, played for Duke. And I wonder if he's thinking also the opposite of this is, boy, if I trade Zion Williamson and he gets it together... I will be the guy who traded Zion Williamson. There's got to be that fear too. Like what's, what's your biggest fear St- sticking with him and having him as an anchor on this team, like an anchor in a bad way. I feel like I know how this story is going to play out and I wouldn't be concerned that I'm the guy who traded away Zion Williamson. I mean, he's a really talented player. People come out to see him. Uh, I just want somebody who really wants to play. They're hungry to be great. Like, I'm going to fight through this because I want to play. He doesn't strike me as I'm going to fight through this. You just sit there on the bench. When you're playing, you know, 114 games in a four-year career, I don't think it gets better. I mean, it might. He might have decent numbers, but it eventually is going to catch up to him. He's not a great shooter. I mean, he's, a, he's a, not a jump shooter. Uh, that body is big. Um, if he continues dad way, and he's so good at second chance points, really, really good at that. Are you going to be able to have that explosion? It's almost like I view Zion Williamson, like I do a running back. He's got a, he's got a shelf life here. It feels like, unless he takes control and really wants to be a great player and adapt and adapt his body to the NBA in college. Nobody could stop you in the NBA. They can. Yeah, Paul. I have a new poll for the rest of the hour. Which guy, if you were picking, betting, whatever, would you say, it's going to be fine? Zion Williamson or John Morant? They both have different style of issues, but if you're saying one of these two, when we look back in three years, it's all going to be fine. Can I take Darius Garland? You can could, you could think about it if you want. I would take John Morant. I think Jaw wants to be a great player. I just think he also wants to be a gangster. I think he's very immature uh, and has to understand the platform that he has been given and how to use that platform. But as far as on the floor, I mean, he plays. Yes, Eden. So if you were going to bet on one to have a better career moving forward, you could have John Morant or Zion Williamson. Yeah. I'm taking Jaw. You're taking Jaw. Yeah. With an asterisk that I might take R.J. Barrett or Darius Garland. So you're a little gunshot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, too soon. Oh, you're better than that. I, I'm not you're, better than you that. You are better oh. than that. I am not. Wow. I told you I was not better than yes, that. Yes, Todd. 
is it easy, I guess, is one of the questions we could ask here, is it easy to work on someone's behavior as far as what they're doing socially and who they're hanging out with and have someone keeping an eye on them or maybe someone's eating habits and just refusing to get in uh, proper shape? Well, Zion's got some things going on. There's feels like there's a few things going on, not just being in shape, but he's got to fight that. He's got to work on that. That's going to be there the rest of his career, the rest of his life. Just how he's built. And if he wants to be in shape and understand that you're going to try to survive, you know, a hundred games, regular season, postseason, preseason, do you want to make that commitment? And, you know, maybe he got his money. Like maybe he he's not as motivated as you would think. Yeah, Paul. First of all, I'm not better than that. And secondly, who <laughs> plays more games next year? There's a question. Oh. For whatever reason. So if Josh sits down for 40, that would be Does Zion play 41 games? <laughs> Someone's got to say it. That is mean spirited. Thank you. Well, let me let me wait until we find out how many games John's going to miss. See, that's it's no fair, though. Oh, it's no fair. Yes, Todd. I think that's a great poll question. I think we immediately go to that. Who plays more games next season, John or Evans? I think it's fabulous. Oh, Todd likes it. I do. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is that okay. bad? Let's I'm take a break. Bad. Our play of the day is up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or Rent Frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. 
As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or... Choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan, see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Oh, my God. The play, the play, play. of the day. Check this out. The 0-1. Swinging a high drive, hit deep right field. Bowers back. It is off the wall. Escobar racing around third, taking the turn. The cutoff throw from right center field is not in time. Escobar slides in safely. Nimmo at third base with a game-winning RBI triple, 4-3, Mets. Courtesy of the Mets Radio Network, since the start of last season, the Yankees have 15 walk-off losses. Most of Major League Baseball. Play of the Day brought to you by My Plan from Verizon, giving you control over your phone plan. So you get what you want, only pay for what you need. And to celebrate, giving you control over Marvin's Cookout Playlist, Tomorrow, you can go to danpatrick.com right now and vote. And then tune in tomorrow to hear the winning playlist. And Seton last updated that uh, Funk is leading the way for Marvin's cookout playlist. Are you ready to go if it's Funk tomorrow? Oh, absolutely. Okay. What would be under the Funk umbrella? You know what? I'd go with, like, the father. I'd go probably Sly Stone okay. and then maybe some George Clinton. And then, you know, I'll Google some stuff. And see if there's stuff, you know, no one's really thinking about. Because I don't know. It's usually that you have uh, George Clinton, Parliament, and you have Sly and the Family Stone. Who else is mentioned with funk? T.O.P., Tower of Power. Okay. Average White Band. Ooh, Cameo. AWB. Cameo? Okay. Ohio Players. Oh, oh yeah. come on now. Gap Band. Gap Band is yeah, that's a great band. Okay. Yes. All right. You dropped a bomb on me, baby. <laughs> Make it time. Here you go. Good roller skate to that one. You've seen that uh, video of Dave Grohl talking with uh, Pharrell. Um, I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but Dave Grohl talks about meeting the drummer of uh, the Gap Band. Yeah, and they, you know, Dave Grohl grew up in the Washington D.C. area where the Gap Band is from. And uh, Dave Grohl says to him, "You know, man, hey, I've been ripping you off my whole career." <laughs> and the guy from the Gap Band goes, "Yeah, I know." 
A lot of those, a lot of those Nirvana things. If you listen to Gap Band and Nirvana, the drums are very similar. They have very similar fills and stuff like that. And Dave Grohl was like, "I've been ripping you off my whole life." And the guy goes, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great story. Yes, Todd. Can we work in Earth, Wind, and Fire and Cool in the Gang? One are they of my funk? Favorites. I think they're kind of in there a little bit. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Commodores is funk. Maybe. Shining Star, Earth, Wind, and Fire. But I don't I think, think so. that's funk. Okay, can you give me the definition of funk? Not off the top of my head, but I can look it up. You know when you hear yeah, it? You, you know when you yeah, hear yes. it. Yes. Okay. I don't know the definition, but I know when I hear it. Yeah. I oh. love Cool and the Gang. I don't know if they're funk. Yeah. Are we trying to shoehorn some bands in there? No, I'm just looking for the best. Okay. Funk is a music genre that originated in black American communities in the mid-1960s <laughs> when musicians created rhythmic, danceable, new form of music through a mixture of various music genres. That doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> I love the delivery. This is what happens when you ask for a definition of art. Okay. Doesn't right. make any sense. I, I know it when I hear it. Yeah, Mar. Fantastic Voyage by Lakeside. That I, might be up there. I don't know if I'm familiar with that. I think you know it if you hear it. Okay. You know that song. You would know it. Okay. on a fantastic voyage. Uh, that sounds like Rick Astley doing yeah, a song. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> no, no, that, that's not good. Hot chocolate, you sexy thing. Okay. Funk. All right. All right, so you're going to have a lot to choose from tomorrow. Yes, I only have five, so Twitter, Instagram, guys, I only have five. Okay. I only have five spots. Yeah. Because then they start yelling at you that, that, that you forgot this song or like, this group. They'll send you a link to YouTube. Like, <laughs> oh, what about X, Y, and Z? Man, I'm sorry. I only have five. But that's okay. I like that the audience is passionate, that Same. they care. Yes, Paul. Not a music expert here, but it seems like songs that have funk lead with bass a lot. Yeah. It, it's just, that's the tone I've always heard. Yeah. The bass is the lead. Okay. The bass line. Boom. They like to say. Uh, Jeff in Atlanta. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Hey, guys. Hope hey. you're having a great day. Yeah. Uh, so, Dan, I am not a gambler, but I have been listening to the Gambling Podcast since the fall, I guess. And um, I'll tell you, I never expected Larry to come to the man cave, and I thought you'd jump the shark when he showed up, but then you introduced the swerve where Shay's not drinking, and I can't believe you introduced a new concept there that Kind of kept the show interesting. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Jeff. We're doing a, another gambling podcast episode today with Bad Larry, Shea and Irving, and Dylan. Dylan, the graphics guy, had a futures bet on uh, Denver. Uh, I think he took them at plus like 700, plus 800. So Dylan, uh, they're cashing in. Everybody's uh, in, the, uh, in the plus category here on the gambling podcast, available at danpatrick.com. Yes, Marvin? I just can't wait for Dylan to lose all of it yeah. on oh, the yeah. cross. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dylan will bet on anything. Like, who's got the fastest lap at Formula One? He, he, every week, he's got that. And then we have the U.S. Open getting underway now, and they'll have uh, some bets on that as well. Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? What, what up, though? You guys talking about funk. One of the guys that is truly funky, Rick James, father funk, grandfather funk. He's the ideal funky kid. Okay. Um, real quick, Dan. Um, first of all, had no idea about Taylor Swift. She came here over the weekend, 
And when I tell you I had never witnessed anything like that before in my life, pink dresses, bubblegum, text, and all of that stuff, man, I, I, I had no clue. The only thing that I could compare it to maybe might be the Kiss concert that was here in, like, 96. But, I mean, they were everywhere, dude. That, I, I had no idea that she was just really, really that popular. She brought them out. My question to you today, Dan, is this. With with uh, the Joker winning, uh, we're going to see the resurgence of the big man. Because I'm thinking to myself, he's going to get a lot of big fellas play, paid. The Miami Heat didn't have enough bodies to throw at him. And you figure like this, the future of the NBA, whether you're coming out the East or the West, you've got to deal with a big fella. Yeah, but you got to find the right guy who can do what he does. And there are very, 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 very few players in the history of the game who can do that. Do we have Joe Burrow? Do we have time? Uh, Joe Burrow talking about uh, Taylor Swift coming to... You know what? Let me say this. Joe Burrow was talking about Taylor Swift. And uh, I don't, I don't want to shortchange Taylor and not be able to have enough time to talk about... Smart move. I love Taylor Swift. I don't know if I want to go see a show. I just... I don't like the, the ordeal of going to a show and dealing with everything you deal uh, with. Getting there, getting yeah, out. Yes, yes. Um, if I, if I could get there and then get out and you could, uh, jaws of life, extract me out and then like put me five miles down the road off the uh, interstate, then I, I would do that. Yeah. I, I saw a video of how celebrities get in and out. They show up at the very last second and I like Reese Witherspoon had a video and she walks in at the last second. They escort her and her people in and she's in like where the, the soundboard guy is. Mm-hmm. She's underneath that. And then when the concert ends, whoosh, whisked. Yeah, I'd like to do it, you know, just be off to the side. Uh, by the way, Fritzy, we still have to set up when Darius Rucker comes to Connecticut in August that you get to sing two songs that would prior be to the start of Darius's concert. I thought he's like at Fenway in June Well, 30th, no, no, so. he's not the headliner in Fenway. No, he's not. Yeah, you don't get to do that. Yes, he... By the way, Gap Band, not from D.C., but now Oklahoma City and uh, like <laughs> Tulsa and Houston are fighting over it. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 